Welcome to Awake, the sleep apnea podcast, brought to you by the American Sleep Apnea Association. Visit us at sleepapnea.org. Justine Amder, good morning. How are you today, Justine? Good morning, Jeff. Thank you very much for having us on today. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, I guess let's just start a little bit about uh, talking about uh, apnea, sleep apnea in general for people that might have heard the term but might not be familiar with what it is. Right, right. So um, 22 million people suffer from sleep apnea in the United States. Uh, sleep apnea is a condition where uh, while you are sleeping, uh, the muscles in and around your throat and palate area relax so much where they collapse and interrupt your nighttime breathing. Uh, I think it's really important to note that 80% of uh, sleep apnea cases are undiagnosed. Often people think that sleep apnea is uh, something that older, overweight men have, but that is not actually the case. There are uh, 4% of children uh, are diagnosed with sleep apnea. Often it is misdiagnosed as ADHD. There are a lot of women uh, that uh, have uh, sleep apnea or UARS, which is a different type of form of apnea where your airway is not completely closing. Uh, it's just partially closing and cre- creating a lot of resistance when you're trying to breathe, upper airway resistance syndrome. A lot of women suffer from that. Uh, it doesn't matter whether you have uh, sleep apnea or uh, UARS. The main problem is that your sleep is being consistently disrupted uh, all night long, which poses a lot of uh, problems to your daytime functioning, other serious uh, health conditions that you might have. Uh, sleep apnea can um, create or worsen other types of health conditions like high blood pressure, heart disease, diabetes, acid reflux. You could have fatigue and excessive daytime sleepiness because of it, chronic pain, depression and mood disorders, and just general irritability. So, you know, you spend a third of your life sleeping. It's very important to know what's going on uh, while you're sleeping. So if, you know, if you snore, uh, if your bed partner has heard you stop breathing or has seen you hold your breath while you're sleeping, uh, you should talk to your doctor. Yeah, I'll tell you a personal story here visiting my uh, family, my parents in St. Louis, staying at their home well, maybe six, seven years or so ago. And my mom commented to me the next morning through the walls, boy, you snore really loudly. And I said, oh, I didn't even know that I snored. Well, I finally went to a sleep doctor, sent me to a sleep clinic. And uh, to my surprise, they said I stopped breathing an average of 62 times every hour. Uh, diagnosed with uh, sleep apnea, uh, given a, a CPAP machine back in those days, and uh, definitely helped uh, my sleep a lot. Uh, a big difference. I I was suffering from, like you described, a lot of snoring apparently and being tired throughout the day. Yes, yes. Actually, uh, my entire family, myself, I have UARS. I was having, um, I, I lost my voice actually to the point where, you know, it was beyond Mickey Mouse, uh, squeaky. And, um, you know, I'm a fit, uh, middle-aged, uh, mom and I didn't know what was going on. I went to see the ENT actually, cause it was my voice. 
and he told me that I was having acid reflux while I sleep. Uh, there are plenty of ways that your body can uh, choose to rejolt yourself while you're sleeping to get your breathing back on track. For me, it was the acid reflux situation. For other people, it uh, is, you know, limb movements and jerking in their sleep, could be, you know, heart uh, rhythm changes. You know, your brain is trying to get your body back in motion. Uh, and a lot of people say, well, I, I don't wake up during the night. I don't, you know, I, I don't think I have apnea. I don't wake up. Well, you might not fully wake up, you know, with, with, you know, where you're actually awake and your eyes are open, but just imagine sleeping and, you know, every two minutes, someone poking you enough to make you turn over. That's disrupted sleep. And that affects everything else that's going on in your body health wise and all of your daytime uh, functioning. Um, so, you know, if you have any of those conditions that, that I suggested, the high blood pressure, heart disease, diabetes, you know, talk to your doctor, especially if, just like you said, someone in your family has noticed your snoring uh, um, or uh, witnessed even you holding your breath. That was my husband's problem. When we had our daughter, and you're obviously up with a newborn uh, a lot during the night, I noticed that there was just long periods where he wouldn't breathe, and then he would make that ghastly noise you know, as he would intake all of that air and catch his breath. Sure. And, you know, I didn't fit the pattern either of uh, being older, overweight. Uh, you know, the doctor was very surprised. Uh, uh, but it, it does happen, as you said, uh, even to children. Yes, yes. Sleep apnea also uh, has a tendency to run in families. Um, you know, families often, you know, share uh, similar facial characteristics. It has a lot to do with, you know, how uh, uh, your nose and your palate and, and your chin and all of this is shaped. I mean, if you think about it, the roof of your mouth and your nose are, are basically the same thing, you know, once you get inside uh, uh, your head. And, um, you know, that has a lot to do with it. That is That was my husband's issue. It is more of a structural uh, problem with his nasal passages and, you know, his uh, 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 palate and all of that just being kind of on the smaller side. So when you sleep, right. all your muscles relax and then it's just collapsing. You know, uh, his mother has it. His brothers have it. Um, you know, I told you about my situation. My mom actually has sleep apnea. Mm -hmm. Her brother, which is my uncle, it has a tendency to run in families. Uh, we actually had our daughter diagnosed at two. Uh, two years old, she stopped breathing 27 times an hour. Wow. Uh, just, yeah, uh, at that young age. And the only reason why we even suspected it was because we were treating my husband mm -hmm. and his doctor, uh, you know, worked a lot in pediatrics and took one, you know, brought her to the appointment one day and uh, took one look at her. And he goes, you know, you know, your daughter has sleep apnea too. And it's, you know, that little two-year-old cherub face. You think, what? How could that, you know, they sure. have little tiny nose and how could that be? But low wow. and hold, yep. Yep. It's definitely something to get checked out. Uh, there are plenty of doctors that specialize in sleep apnea uh, here in uh, southern Delaware as well. And mm -hmm. they can uh, see you and get you into a sleep clinic. Uh, you you know, you spend the, basically the evening there, eight hours, nine hours, uh, attached mm -hmm. to uh, a machine which measures uh, your breathing, your heart rate, as well as uh, the uh, lack of breathing during an hour as well. Correct. 
correct. Yeah, and and uh, home sleep studies are becoming uh, more and more common. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't take all the channels of information. Obviously, when you're in a lab, there's a lot more you know wires and things that they can monitor. But um, especially now with COVID going on, it's it, it's a very good option to at least get you started. Uh, on on the path to diagnosis. Very good. Uh, We've just got a a couple minutes left here. Tell us quickly, if you would, about uh, your peer mentor program. Oh, yes. This is something that's new. It's our AWAKE peer mentor program. And AWAKE stands for Alert, Well, and Keeping Energetic. Um, This program is designed to help uh, new patients that have received a CPAP machine uh, work with experienced uh, patients virtually over the telephone. So as you may remember, uh, getting a CPAP machine, there's, you know, lots of buttons. There's a whole mask that you have to deal with. Sometimes there's leaks. You don't know what to do. There's a gurgling in the hose. And so this is a great virtual way, especially now during COVID, where you could talk to an experienced patient. So I'd like to put a shout out to your audience and say, you know, if you are a CPAP user, you use the machine for at least a year uh, every evening, uh, take a look at our website website, www.sleepapnea.org. We are a nonprofit.org. And take a look at the program because there are mentors that may be eligible for a $50 gift at this time to join the program and help uh, newbies, um, you know, have a better luck and more success with their CPAP treatment. That's very good. Well, Justine, thank you so much for spending this morning with our listeners here in uh, downstate Delaware. Uh, again, you're with the American Sleep Apnea Association. People can go to sleepapnea.org uh, as a nonprofit. You've got a donate button. They can help a great organization as well or look into becoming a, a peer mentor. I want to thank you very much for spending time with us today. Uh, anything you'd like to add in closing, Justine? No, we just encourage you, you know, to talk with your doctor. If you're having any of those uh, symptoms and just not feeling well during the day, please factor in your sleep uh, and talk to your doctor about, um, you know, what's happening during the day. And, and if anyone is seeing anything at night with you snoring, holding your breath and these other types of conditions that you're having, please just reach out to your doctor. That's your, you know, first uh, first resource to, to get some help as well. Well, Justine, stay safe. Thanks for all the great work that you do. We appreciate you spending time with us this morning. Thank you, Jack. Thanks for joining us today. Visit sleepapnea.org to get more video, audio, and blogged content. Also, you can register at sleepapnea.org to be included in the conversation and updated whenever new programs are available. We hope you all stay safe. We're in this together, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.